Working for free sucks, but sometimes you just got to do it. I know, I know, I know, I know. This, musicians get this all the time. If you were to come and play at my uh, bar, you could get some great exposure. Probably not. I would say 90% of the time, no, you won't. However, as an actor or a filmmaker or a writer, I would say, yeah, you actually do get good exposure. The people that are making the film, they're putting it out there trying to get a job in film. So everybody that's involved in that process gets a chance at, uh, you know, a paid gig. I know that a lot of us want to think that we are professional actors and movie makers and grips and that our time is valuable. It is valuable. The problem that you run into is what have you made lately? And then and that's a real big deal, actually. Take take me, for example. Exam, big, big example for working for free. Um, for the past, what, four, four years, I've been working for the television station. I'm so worn out at the end of the day and my shift is weird. It was always one to ten every day that I... You know, I get off work at 10.30, I go to sleep at like two o'clock in the morning on a Friday night, and I'm just I'm just sleeping in on Saturday. I really don't care. And I get up and I'm so stressed the, during the weekend that I barely have enough time re, to recoup enough to where I don't want to gouge out the eyeballs of everyone in the, in, in, the, in the station. When I get up Monday morning, I'm like, oh my gosh, why didn't I make something? But then I realized that uh, life sucks and uh, it's, it's a living hell. When I wasn't working at the TV station, I did stuff for free all the time. So now I'm out in the freelance world. Now I'm out here and I don't have anything relevant or recent to show for my work. Plus, in the meantime, I've done so much commercial work that I can't share with anyone as far as reels and things like that because of non-disclosure agreements. I don't have anything to share. Plus, who wants to see a talking head talking about, uh, you know, clear aligners in a, in a, audition video. Nobody does. I don't want to see that. Do you want to see that? I don't want to see it. So now what I've got to do, I've got to go out and I've got to make films. I got to go out and make some really great content that shows what I can do now because I have grown in the past four years as a filmmaker. Um, My tools have gotten better. Uh, My knowledge of how to make it happen has gotten better. Well, what do I have to show for it? A bunch of talking head videos of people trying to sell orthodontics uh, and news videos that wasn't just me making you know it was me i was the editor but i didn't shoot it i didn't write it right i they may have won ap awards but i'm the editor it takes a team to make this stuff and that's the biggest part about it too as a team you have to have a team together to make great content if you're refusing to work for someone because they're not going to pay you or you're insisting that you have to have money to get uh, work done then you've got a problem because you might have missed the opportunity of a lifetime to be in something really great. Because as a director, I think everything I do is great, right? Right. Now, especially as an actor, as an actor, it's just starting out. If you don't have a bunch of stuff under your belt, you need to go out and get it. And the reason you need to go out and get it is because you need a reel. You need a reel that shows exactly what you can pull off as an actor. Uh, You need to be able to show your emotional range, how you're able to to appear on camera. They will look at these things. People will look at these things and judge your experience off of the last thing that you did. Now, if you're only doing paid stuff, I understand doing only paid stuff, but the problem that you got is 
especially in Northwest Arkansas, where I'm from. Now, if you lived in L.A., it may not be so hard to do. But where I'm for, where I'm at right now in Northwest Arkansas, a, a paid gig co- gig comes along as an actor, maybe two three times a year if you're good and you're out there humping it. Unless you're driving to Tulsa or Little Rock or St. Louis or Kansas City all the time trying to get a gig, you're not going to be working that much, and that can be a problem. That could be a real big problem because then your reel doesn't grow. You need to have as much content, as much diverse content on there as you possibly can, especially uh, if you want to be like a character actor or you want to promote yourself as this is what I do best, then you're going to need to have even more stuff. And right now, the industry standard is for, say, screenwriters. They're pushing really hard that screenwriters take these, these scripts that they've written and they turn them into sizzle reels. Now, a sizzle reel is where you've gone out and you filmed part of your uh, project to put it on as as like a trailer kind of thing the sizzle reel is something that's being pushed hard by the industry because you know the the execs they're sitting up there in their ivory tower smoking their cigars and they're too they're just like you they don't want to read anything just show me what you got okay that's cool let's do that you know but if you don't have anything to show they got to read it which means it's going to go to our reader and they're not even going to read it. And, and they probably never will read it because they got some guy just out of college who is trying to make a name for himself. So he's rejecting anything that's even uh, close to not being palatable for him or her. While it still may be a good script, they're just not going to do it. Same way with actors, same way with directors, same way with cinematographers. If you could spend the next seven days filming on 10 different projects and barely sleeping, I would do it. And there's another reason for the actors doing that, too, as a lot of the guys that make short films kind of let us down and they don't give us anything to put in our reel. Uh, I was lucky enough to be the the cleanup guy on the feature film that I was in, but I was able to get the the dailies and the reels out of that because I basically had the entire film on my computer when it went south on a Mac and we had to go and put it back together on a PC. I was edited in that final cut and then it was completely lost and then put back on a PC and put back together by me. So I was able to get it. But if it wasn't for that, I would have never gotten a reel out of it. And I would have never been able to get the people in the movie their reels either. All they have to do is ask. And since I've got it, I'll give it to them because I'm that kind of guy. I'm not going to go and find them to give them the real because maybe they don't care. Maybe they thought the movie was too terrible. And you know what, I'm not saying it wouldn't. The more things you get done, the more things you get in your reel, the more things that you have in your reel means the more jobs are going to look at you for the, the what you're wanting to do, be an actor or a cinematographer or editor or sound guy. They're gonna look at you and say, who? There's a feature film here. That's cool. And look at all these other things he's done or she's done. Look at all these commercials that's are, that are on here. Now, the music industry works differently. So if you're a musician, actor, writer, and you're listening to this, or if you just don't know that much about music uh, and how you make money at it, then one of the things about music is venues will tell you all the time, come out, we'll post, we'll, we'll post on Facebook that you're coming, we'll get you some great exposure, and uh, that'll be cool, and you can get uh, some of the tips, maybe. Well, what they're telling you is they're not gonna pay yet because they're too cheap, and they don't value the service that you're bringing to their establishment. And so whenever someone tells you, you can work for, for exposure, same thing with photographers. You can work at my, you can take my pictures for, 
for exposure. I mean, really? Have you ever? I mean, unless you're shooting pictures of Robert Downey Jr. or somebody like that, you're not going to get any exposure as a photographer. So don't fall for that trick. In playing in the local bar down the street that can't get any acts because they don't pay is not going to get you any exposure. Those people in there drinking, they don't care who's playing as long as it's mediocre good. That's the way it works in the music industry and the way it works in the photography industry. You're not going to get exposure from that. But when it comes to acting and filmmaking, the opposite is true because I just shared my uh, log line with a cat in L.A., for a story that a script that we wrote, uh, the conscript. If you want to uh, want to read the conscript, just let me know. I'll send you a copy. But the conscript is a, an award-winning screenplay, and I sent him the logline. He's going to read it, and we're pretty cool, right? So guess what? Somebody in LA is reading my script. Now, my script also won a couple of awards. So if you're attached to this project, say you did the sizzle reel for me, guess who they're going to talk to? If you do a good job, they're going to talk to you about being in the movie, right? So it's different with film and television and, and sizzle reels and things like that. It's different for us working in visual media than it would be in music or photography. Now, photography don't work for exposure. You're just giving your services away. Same way with music. And the biggest thing that you have to remember about movies and filmmaking, shorts and things like that, is that I'm not getting paid either. No one's paying me. No one's paying anyone else that's been there. I'm the guy that's making it, trying to get it going. I'm not making a dollar off of it, nine times out of ten. And if I am, I'm going to pay you. I'm not making any money. You're not making any money. Nobody's making any money. It's costing everybody to be there, but that's okay. If you get in with the right people, it's like being in, it's like being in uh, uh, Second City. Who in the '60s and '70s? Who was there? John Belushi, you know, Dan Aykroyd. They're all there. Wouldn't you love to be in that little group? You could possibly worm your way, and I say worm uh, your way into one of those groups by being in these small films and getting along and doing your job and making it great. So it's very important as an actor, cinematographer. Uh, director, screenwriter, to allow other people to hire you for free. Because yes, it does work. And hey, if you want a job in Hollywood, you're going to have to have something to show for it. You're going to have to walk in and say, look what I've done. There's not a manager or agent on the planet that's going to touch you if you have zero on your reel. I'm Paul G. Newton. I'm an actor, director, writer, photographer, uh, screenwriter, you know, all these things that we don't get paid for, but we try very hard to get paid for. That's me. Check out my page. Check out my other podcasts. Uh, read my blog because the information there is so valuable that uh, you might not be able to live without it. Really? Maybe. Probably not. Thank you.